0: Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 8th of November. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Um, Might as well be us. And yeah, uh, it's been a few days. It was fine. I'm good at NBA, but if I'm not like banking or close to banking for NBA, I don't show the uh, screenshots. So instead, I'm going to plug, I got some of my old big picture series stuff. Um, This is the one that seems to have hit the best. Um, so make sure you're looking at all the old videos. I've got one up about how to beat contests in people. Um, basically you just aim to have low dupes. That's what we always talk about in the showdowns. You don't need an ROI estimator because at the end of the day, all those fancy ROI estimators, let's have a look at where Osmo is winding up number one or two at under five dupes and uniques. So that's all it is. And there's a principal component analysis reason for it. If you're a nerd, go work it out. But you can work out the average number of dupes per lineup. It's like eight to 10. Therefore, it's not first versus second. It's first versus ninth, right? That's what you got to consider. So it's only first place that matters. And as a result, all you have to do is properly estimate the chances to win of any given lineup. And so that's why, you know, somebody asked me, why are you not building your own sims? Contest sims because I don't think it's worth it maybe ever like it just seems like it's like way too much machinery for something you know the the contests I play there are probably contests and types that it makes sense where there's like cash lines that you got to consider but I only play the big GPPs and I'm trying to win them I know that's what I'm trying to do I'm not like uncertain about what I'm trying to do Heywood thank you you know and that's why like when something doesn't work out I don't care like on Monday Yeah, semi fohoko sucked me. I know it sucked. It's a lot of money to go right in the trash can when you see the rotations after the first quarter or first half. But if he's in there, we win all the money, us only, like, and a lot of it, not like chopping a million ways. Well, he was also more owned than I wanted him to be. So not the exact specific example. But yeah, double check. uh, I have some other good videos up there. But I just wanted to point out that you don't need contest sims. They're good. They are the best tool out there. But yeah not necessary even for a lot of us really really solid players okay yeah really solid players i don't have a trouble with confidence i pulled out the roto tracker i was yeah i'll just pull it up it's been a bad couple of months and i was like oh man i must be you know am i still okay to talk as an nfl tout or whatever yeah i'm still doing pretty solid at nfl this is just nfl this doesn't count my nba wins or anything for the year i'm up 6400 24 roi great Obviously, NBA looks even better. I haven't done this on the show yet, but I've won a lot of money in the NBA. You should probably know that. You probably do know that. I think it says it in the about me. But I won 100k in one day, 20k the next, and then I've had already won 10k once in the season. So yeah, it's been a bad couple months. Welcome to the ride for you know October, November, and stuff where I've lost like what? It didn't turn out to be even that much. It's like 200, 300 dollars because of all the tickets and stuff that are in the background. But anyway, so this where I haven't won anything in a while feels so bad, man. Like I feel like it's a big loss. You know, like I didn't even want to check the roto tracker or whatever. Like it's going to look so bad. It doesn't look so bad. You're doing fine. Just chill out and like win some GPPs. Okay. So now how how do we win the GPP tonight? How are we chilling out and winning GPPs tonight? We're playing lamella ball. We're not getting cute. Uh, We're playing lamella ball. We're playing Jordan Hawkins, unless there's a significant change. The significant change you might expect tonight. What would it be? It would be Dyson Daniels starting over Jordan Hawkins don't really understand why Hawkins is starting over him. But as long as they're committed to that play, I mean, he paid it off. He, he had a great last game, Minnesota, not that good, but yeah. Sasser also, I'm not against Sasser. I'm definitely over the field on Sasser. He's a great play. Gafford's one where like, yeah, I understand he, but I'm I'm a little worried. It's chasey. Like, a, I mean, Charlotte's bad, but Gafford is a walking foul trouble concern. And so if he's going to be 35%, I mean, right now I'm at 45%. I think this probably goes down if any other value opens up. I'm very concerned about Gafford foul trouble. Um, Jay Crowder, another solid value on the slate. I think Killian Hayes is someone that I'm projecting a lot higher than a, an average site. I don't understand the projections for him and Alsar Thompson. I think, let me really scroll to the right. I think they just don't want to project al for the number of steals and blocks he actually is expected to get. Yeah, look at this. Like So this is 1.99 steals and blocks. And I mean, the dude is ridiculous. I get it. You don't want to project it. Well, I have too many different stats up. I'm going to just X them out instead of going to the al screen. But al is like he's getting four stocks a game, man. And so this is only projecting two of those stocks. So I'm projecting him for the other two because he's getting them. And I mean, like, if you watch him play, it's not happening by accident. With a lot of players, you're thinking, oh yeah, maybe he's getting to that many stocks a game with a random touch. No, this dude is all over the place. And it's really made me think like, how were him and Amen, like similarly projected in the draft? What was going on there? I mean, I know they look the same, like visually similar, but besides that, very little similarity in these guys game one of them is just a much much better player than the other one um anyway so that's just the uh, how how tough has it got to be to be a scout and make sure you know which one of those guys you're looking at at all times and not just accidentally project amen's upside because you saw al sar playing well no no offense i mean I'm, I'm sure amen could get there later in his career and it's all comp i mean like for me seeing two identical twins playing so differently just is a great opportunity to think about how confidence you know plays a role right i mean and you didn't yeah, there's Robin and Brooke Lopez as well. And over his career, Robin just never got that same level of confidence shooting the three that Brooke did. And as a result, Brooks made like hundred million more dollars, a couple more rings chilling out like on these. I mean, I don't actually know who's made more money, but okay. Let's talk about the forks, bring it back to some stuff I actually know about. Number one, don't leave money on the table. This is not that kind of slate. Also, if I show you projections by like the top or by salary, you do not have a big player pool today anybody who is in your player pool is someone you think could smash could absolutely smash is either one of the best plays on the slate or one of the best values on the slate they must either give you the most raw points today jokic Embiid, Giannis, Lamelo, tyrese Halliburton, anthony davis i also think desmond bain scotty barnes maybe lebron just to give him infinity minutes even against yeah against houston i'm gonna x that out Do not think LeBron is going big minutes against Houston, but that's actually something. Jalen Green, people are still like, what is the projection on Jalen Green? Yeah, I I X'd him out thinking, what is this projection? How many minutes are we projecting for Jalen Green? This is absurd. 34. In 34, we think he gets 30. No way. He's getting 36 in this. We've got to have Jalen Green in in a shooting guard type consideration for this slate. He's definitely, definitely in play. You know I like Jalen Green. He's getting us there. He's being assertive on offense. You need Jalen Green in your pool today. So he's going to probably eat up some of those Gafford uh, things. But, but that's my point. You've got to have an assert. Uh, if you don't have a case for somebody being in the player pool today, they're out of the player pool. doesn't matter how good they've been recently or anything. It has to be like Mikhail Bridges, number one on that offense in an unknown spot of upside against the Clippers if they keep it close. Jaron Jackson Jr. with almost no ownership. Similarly, I mean, Miami, I know. I know Bam's down there. I know. I know they play really, really slow. I still think, you know, especially if he's going to be 3% owned, he could go for 60 and just get nasty just like Adebayo did on the last slate. I mean, Adebayo went for 70, so I'm not trying to say Jared actually has that upside. I think he has gotten there before, but I yeah. Don't come quoting me if he gets the 7, 15 fantasy points in massive foul trouble, which is definitely part of the outcomes. I said 15% limit, right? Yeah, 15% limit. That's what I do whenever I think we got something that's a good move, but risky, and it's definitely risky. Oh, I have the rules. Right, right. Uh, other rules, Zach Collins, foul trouble, bassy fork. I think Bassey definitely in play. Nobody's going to think that. Miles uh, could get in foul trouble. We've got a Jalen Smith fork as well. Mitchell Robinson and Hartenstein. Let's check on the value sheet just to show you the reason I do these plays. A little too cute today. You could argue not to do any of these things I'm about to tell you, but I think that Jalen Smith as the backup is definitely in play for some, some uh, minutes against Utah and he can smash. Now in the last game, I was like counting my money. I was like, boom, boom, boom. Jalen Smith is playing miles Turner, foul trouble and Jalen Smith was smashing. And what do we get? We get Jalen Smith foul trouble. So, I want to recognize that's what this 15% thing is. It's not the great, it's not the like negative space of Miles Turner entirely. It's like half of that, because half of the time Miles Turner gets in foul trouble, we're also going to see Isaiah Jackson a little bit because Jalen Smith gets in foul trouble. So I think, yeah, you you have a little interest. Same thing with Zach Collins. Like the Collins fork I love, just because him, like this whole game, the Spurs versus the Knicks, all all big guys, Hartenstein, and, and nobody's going small in the Spurs and the Knicks right? You got Zach Collins and Bassey, and they're going to bash against Mitchell Robinson and um, Hardenstein. All of the guys could smash. All of those guys could be optimal tonight. And we've got ownerships that are like 7% for Zach Collins going against Mitchell Robinson could eat and feast. You got on the other side of this, uh, Mitchell Robinson, you know, I'm playing all parts of this. Like literally, like I got Mitchell Robinson, where's Hardenstein? Is he up here? Oh, I didn't get to any Hartstein. He's definitely in my pool at 0.1%. It's just we've got so much other value and center is loaded. So I don't think I get to any of him or maybe or Bassie. Let me check. Uh but buff Bassie. Yeah, so I didn't get to any Bassie either, but I did buff both those guys and build a rule. So it was too cute for this late. You don't need those rules today. It was a little bit silly of me. And I had to go and make sure even that like my boosted Mitchell Robinson. My boosted um, any of these weird centers I just talked about. I didn't boost them above the real value of the slate. Your Marcus Sasser's, your Killian Hayes, your Hawkins. uh, I got Jalen Smith a little bit high here. Let me go ahead and pop that down. It doesn't matter. I got him capped at fifteen percent. Who cares? I think he's probably more like what twenty four in the in the like the slate mix. But it doesn't matter. He's still one of the top values even at 24, and it's just like I don't want to rate him above real value. You know what I mean? Like, this is speculative value when I do the the forks, right? It's not really for the slate. Okay, so non-fork plays that I like. I don't understand what's going on with Tobias. The projections for Tobias are not correct yet. I mean, I guess yet has he not had a smash game yet? Whatever. This is Boston. He's going to play all of the minutes, and we got a projector for 0.3%. Uh, okay, I'm going to take a nibble. Um, he could go nuts. I mean, he's got nuts, his upside. Um, where is... Oh, you know, Tyus is fine. I want Tyus in the pool for sure. Uh, I, I think what why I'm not on Tyus right now is misprojection of minutes again. What's this minutes? 31 for Tyus? Yeah, no, he's the starting point guard. He's going to play like 36 minutes. So let's get Tyus some appropriate minutes in this game. And then make sure we are getting to Tyus. I don't know. Is it, there's not that many great point guards today. So Tyus is definitely in play for like, I don't know, a solid amount. Colby Jones is one where like, you got to decide. I don't know. I'm not confident enough in Sacramento's rotation. I don't have anybody. I think I just completely crossed off Sacramento. So that's why he's not in there. It's not like I specifically don't like him. Yeah, we won't be able to meet exposures now that I've said, let's have 10% of a guy who's not in the pool. I'm going to rebuild later. You should rebuild later. If if the lineups pop up to the side here, this is way too early to build your final lineups. We're going to get a ton of news. You know how many games are today? 14 games, 28 teams, injury reports. That means we're going to get 28 teams that are going to um, have the possibility of late news, which is also the reason you need to be late swapping. If you're not considering a late swap at every single half hour from four until seven tonight, you, you're you not a serious player. You must consider how your lineups are going and what are the possible changes every single time you get a starting lineup. That's what today is about. That's what every day, I mean, and if you don't want to do that, Get Sabersim. Sabersim has a great thing. You put in your contests. And then this button right here is late swap. And do that. Do that every 30 minutes. I'm not kidding. 415, 445, 515. Let them update based on the starters, all the all the stuff. Make sure you see the starters for the games come in. Sometimes we get a situation like the Memphis Grizzlies, Oklahoma City. We've got a couple teams that have been really cagey with starters in the regular season. Like we had the Tillman news, like three minutes before lock the other day with Bumbo and stuff or after lock in some cases. And that will get them fines. Don't worry. Like, they, you know, it's not just us losing money. They lose money for that. They're, they are incentivized properly. That's why all the other teams are doing it right. But yeah. So I think all these other plays are fine. Um, today, I, I love the slate. I think we're going to see. Let's look at my top lineups just for estimate 304. Yeah, you're going to need 300 to score uh, to win today. You might need four. Might need 400 to take down, I'll be honest. We got a lot of options, and depending on how how the chalk, you know, if Jokic and MV go for 80 or 100 or something, yeah, we're going to be up in the 400 zone easy for the winning lineups today. And uh, it's going to be us, of course. Let me see, did, are there any other misprojections or anything? Yeah, Jabari Smith Jr. just being under-projected, don't understand where it's coming from. I guess Bain hasn't had an upside game yet, so I'm projecting both him and uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. for higher today just because I mean, if that game stays close, those guys have massive, massive upside. So I don't care about the other games. I, I, yes, I understand. Both of them have complete floors of like 25 today. But those lineups are dead anyway, man. I don't care about that. I care about these upside games where they keep it close. So I'm biasing my distribution towards that. Now, now what happens, by the way, when you do this, my myproj change in Saberson is it samples. It just changes the sample of the distribution from games with the regular projection average to games with that average which is awesome. So, I mean, obviously I drew in my little hand motion here, a normal distribution. That's not the case for any of these distributions. None of the distributions are normal. All of these distributions, especially for big guys, right? Foul trouble bump, no foul trouble bump, right? So that's what we're trying to capture when we slightly tweak the average is we're trying to say, take mostly the no foul trouble bump and we'll handle the rest with the rules. Okay, Um, don't chase the strawther game. I mean, like, yes, he did great. No, I don't project him for a ton of minutes tonight against Golden State. If he gets them and he smashes again, awesome. Best story in a while. That was really fun to see him hit shots the other night in a competitive game. But like, I, I, nuts that 10% of you are getting there. Nuts. Worst play of the slate for me. I mean, no, 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 no qualification. That's definitely the worst play of the slate for me. Uh, You know, 10% Nas Reed is also pretty bad. 10% Kobe Jones. Also pretty bad. We've got some really high owned speculative value here. I think we've got a lot lower owned, better value to go to. Getting some THD. People have forgotten the dude can take over a game and just shoot every single shot, especially if it turns out to be a gross game. Um, but yeah, I, I don't want that much THD. I'm matching the field. It's not like a big stand. Uh yeah. I think I've said everything else I've changed. Everybody I do a fork on, I I up them to their no foul trouble thing. That's why I do the fork is to fork out the other case. And so in the case where we hit the lower bound, we're not caring, we're not taking that guy, we're taking the other guy, right? That's our plan. Hartenstein or whatever is in consideration for some lineups. Okay, okay, we're talking circles. So let me just say, uh pay attention to, to late news. Make sure to like, click, uh, comment, subscribe. We do, of course, have some haters, so it's always good to to boost us in the algorithm. Uh, And um, yeah, join us in the Discord. There's late news, either our Discord, something else. If you don't have a late news provider, if you're not following Underdog with notifications, if you don't have somebody, like somewhere you're paying attention to for late news, you're losing money to me. You're losing money to all of us who are doing that, paying attention. Because we are definitely with, like anytime there's late news, I'm feasting on it. I'm feasting, feasting, feasting on it. And if that's not the way you feel about late news you need to change your process for nba it's all about late news tonight 14 games i've already said only play the best plays well we get any news it changes what all of the best plays are right like some of these guys that are unclicked must be clicked into the, the into the distribution some of the guys that are not clicked or are clicked must be unclicked right so You know, pay attention to someone for that if it's not me. And uh, regardless, remember, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh, darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us.